The Modern Tire Dealer Show is sponsored by MTD10, the training and education network. Formerly DSP20 Group, 10 is the most progressive, comprehensive resource offering tire dealers the solutions, connections, and training they need to reach their goals. From one-on-one coaching and 20 group networking to real-world on-site problem-solving and exclusive content, 10 offers an all-encompassing approach to education unlike anything the industry has ever seen, one that will ensure your business succeeds long-term. Learn more about what 10 can do for you and your business at mtd10.com. Welcome to this week's edition of the Modern Tire Dealer Show. I'm Mike Mangus, editor of Modern Tire Dealer. The farm tire market is red hot right now with strong demand across all segments. Today's guest, James Tushner, the driving force behind Ag Tire Talk, a service that provides technical information to tire dealers and farmers, is here to tell us why, as well as what farm tire dealers can expect to see in the new year. If you sell Ag Tires, you will not want to miss this interview. So let's get to it. James, welcome to the Modern Tire Dealer Show. Great to have you today. Great being here, Mike. Thank you. I appreciate your time. Um, you know, the, the December issue of Modern Tire Dealer, which is out now, uh, includes a deep dive into the state of the North American ag tire market, uh, current demand levels, what's happening at OE, what's happening at replacement, not just, you know, it's 2021, but also going into early next year, the first quarter and beyond. And, you know, in that article, we talked to various manufacturers and ag tire suppliers, just like you do every day, James. And all of them seem to indicate that the market is really strong right now across virtually every category and every product segment. Is that what you're hearing as well? Yeah, you know, when I'm out and about, one of the big questions I always get is, hey, what's happening with the markets? You know, we can't get tires. Things are tough out there. And we've got really more demand than we can handle. And um, it really gets down to um, commodity prices. You know, if you go back about a year and a half ago, corn was about 350 a bushel. Mm-hmm. And now we're at about 550 So um, it, it's, it really has a, a big impact on the OE manufacturers when, when those kind of uh, market changes happen. And, you know, just to kind of put it into um, a, a little bit of math, uh, in, in a, a reference point, you know, if you go back a year and a half ago to September 2020, if you take a thousand acre guy, he's averaging about 150 bushels an acre at 350, he's bringing a revenue of about a half a million dollars, about $525,000. Mm-hmm. So if you just fast forward um, a year and a half, not much time, that same thousand acre guy, same yield, he's bringing home revenue of about $825,000. I mean, that's about a $300,000 increase for a thousand acre guy. So it's a big, big difference um, uh, just, just within the last year and a half uh, as far as what kind of revenue these guys are bringing in. Well, and it looks like other commodities are up as well. Soybeans uh, for one. And, and various others. So, so what you're saying is this translates into more cash in pocket uh, for, for end users. Well, yeah. So um, if you take that example and, you know, around you, you've got 5,000 acre guys, right? Um, that's a million and a half dollar difference. But even if you just take the thousand acre guy, I mean, 300,000 gets him a long ways towards even a brand new tractor, um, a brand new large ag tractor price tagged in, in the half a million dollar range. I mean, yeah, it doesn't take long before he's got to be starting start to think about taxes and, and the like. You know, recently Trelleborg said 
producers had a, a good year and they're going to need to spend the money. And, and really, that's a spot on comment. Well, that's what we're hearing also from other ag tire manufacturers and suppliers. A couple of them even commented on the, the state of the equipment market in terms of you know, a lot of uh, a lot of farmers and growers are opting or should opt to uh, continue to run the equipment they have, even though they've got the money to buy new machines. They're extending the life cycle of what they currently own, which provides, I think, replacement tire opportunities in 2022. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, when it comes to replacement opportunities, you know, the really beauty in all of that is it, it makes it easier for the upsell. Um, you know, with today's advanced technology, it's a great opportunity for those tire dealers with the more robust revenue coming and say, hey, you know what, um, we can get you into just a standard tire, but we can also get you into some of the more advanced options like, say, VF technology. Um, that, um, you know, one of the things Michelin talks about is a 4% yield gain from just a standard tire to a VF tire. So, um, yeah, it certainly is translating into aftermarket demand as well. And the great news is it's a little bit easier to bump them from something inexpensive to something a little bit more expensive that can provide more value. And boy, you know, over the last couple of years, VF technology has really taken off, right? I mean, it's it's becoming more and more common, and I think end users are seeing the value of it. Can you, for 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 those of our listeners who aren't intimately familiar with VF technology, can you take a moment or two to explain uh, to them what that is and why it's beneficial? Yeah, so sure. It all comes down to footprint. So. Just for an easy example, if you've got 10,000 pounds that you're carrying at 100 PSI, that VF tire can carry that same 10,000 pounds at 40% less air pressure or 60 PSI. Now, you know, when you're looking at your passenger car tire, when you really reduce the air pressure by 40%, it's a lot flatter, right? Yeah. Not only is it wider, but more importantly, it's much longer footprint. Then you get the snowshoe effect happening, right? So with that bigger footprint, you're not reducing soil, uh, you're reducing soil compaction, you're not sinking in, you're not creating those big ruts anymore, right? So that's the big deal with VF technology, you're really just enlarging that footprint. So you're not sinking down in that soil. And when you don't sink in that soil, it ends up promoting root growth. And, and really, the, those roots can grow much easier and faster when the, that soil is really just less compacted. Yeah, compaction is the enemy, right? I mean, that's what you want to avoid at any cost out in the field from, from my limited understanding of it. So VF certainly will help. Um, you know, one thing that some of the manufacturers uh, discussed with us is, is the fact that there are still some headwinds affecting the, the market, even though demand is up and uh, end users and entire buyers have money in pocket ready to spend. Uh, there are going to be some issues that may limit uh growth uh, in 2022, one of them being the ongoing shipping crisis, which we've discussed at length on the Modern Tire Dealer Show and in the pages of MTD this past year. That, that, that shows no sign of abating. What, what impact do you think that will have, James? Yeah, so really, it comes down to supply chain on a number of different things. And you touched upon one of them. You know, the other piece that people really don't talk about is raw materials. You know, BKT talks about complications getting them just to produce the tire. So really, it's a, a supply chain issue, you know, just with, when it comes to all pieces, parts of the inputs, regardless of whether it's steel, regardless of whether it's nylon, polyester, whatever they happen to use, or even the natural rubber. So that's going to continue to be um, an issue. 
you know, and when it comes to the next question really is often is, okay, so when's this all going to end, right? Yeah. Like, when are we going to have some re relief on that? And, you know, really, um, when it comes to that, it comes down to, it, I don't foresee any, it's, we're going to have ele elevated demand all through next year. So really, it, you, you just need to be aware that that's going to be here. If anything, one of the things comments out of Michelin is that we may see some relief at the end of 2022. So mm -hmm. just to frame the reference, it's not something that's in the near term going to change much. I guess when we think of, of the supply chain uh, crisis, so to speak, affecting tires, we think of end products, but you raise a very good point. It's affecting all the inputs too, all those components that make up a tire at the raw material level. So that's, that's something we should definitely keep in mind. Um, you know, also any, any impact on OE from, from a manufacturing standpoint, I, obviously the, the big strike at John Deere uh, this past quarter, you know, made headlines fairly consistently. That was a huge story, but you know, most of the manufacturers we've talked to again, say OE demand will probably uh, be relatively robust next year as well. Are you, are you hearing the same thing, James? Yeah, so there's a couple of underpinnings to that, and really we need to separate into large ag and small ag. So when it comes to large ag, we're really talking about the commodity prices that we've mentioned, which have been in a range for some time. And really, at looking at the range that we've seen, look to continue to be in that range. As far as headwinds go, there's inputs, but really when it comes down to it, we're still looking at a healthy profit margin for the large ag guys. So with that, that translates into continuation of elevated demand. Now, there's one other piece of the ag market, which is the compact piece, right? The small tractors. Mm -hmm. And really what the underpinning um, factor when it comes to that demand is, really there's been a change from people having to work from the office and being in those suburban areas. And we've seen an exodus out to the more rural areas. And with that, and the work from home thing that we've all been hearing about, all of those guys, not all of them, many of them, when they go to those more rural areas are going to need a small tractor. So really you've got two different um, drivers of demand, one for the small and one for the large. What's interesting is that they're both hitting at the same time. So really you've got the whole ag segment at this point, looking at an elevated demand cycle. And of course, that that puts that puts an extra challenge in front of the the manufacturers to to ramp up in order to uh, meet that demand. You know, both uh, the domestics and those who are bringing in product from overseas. Right. I mean, there's not even one segment where there's a little bit of a break in the elevated demand. Right. Even the construction segments. So, when it comes to the whole off highway tire market, it's it's all in an elevated demand cycle at this point. And the $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill doesn't change that that much. And we're not we're here to talk about ag, but a, a lot of your off-highway tire manufacturers that do ag also do light construction as well. So it's important to note. So we're seeing elevated demand across every category. Amen. Every every type. Hey, this this is a bit off topic a little bit, but a lot of uh, manufacturers tend to classify logging tires as ag tires are part of the ag tire segment. Are, are you hearing anything about demand in, in the logging segment at all? Yes. Yeah, so, so um, Tire and Room does classify that as ag. Um, most people categorize it as just a standalone 
segment. Now, when it comes to the demand cycle, a lot of that is tied to the construction piece, right? Now, what we're seeing is housing continues to be robust with um, very low interest rates that we have been experiencing for some time. So when the demand for lumber is high, that translates into good markets for forestry. So that really encapsulates the off-highway market piece, off-highway work tire piece, which again, there's no segment that doesn't have elevated demand at this point. All of them are running, um, you know, flat out, so to speak. So um, yes, the demand for forestry tires is very robust as well. What are some of the other market forces or dynamics that are impacting the, the ag tire market, James, from, from your perspective? Well, you've got the supply chain thing. Um, when it comes to the inputs that we talked about, we also have um, the freight costs as well. You know, you had um, a podcast recently with a consultant from the UK talking about that. That's playing into um, the, the price increases. Um, so really, when it comes down to it, you know, the, the one dynamic we haven't talked about is price. And, you know, one of the questions I oftentimes get is, hey, what's happened to, to pricing? It continues to go up, you know, and, and why is that, right? Well, there's a couple of pieces that I think are important to note. You know, one thing Trailboard talks about is half of the tires cost is natural and synthetic rubber. I mean, if you go from April 2020 to May 2021, it's about a 70% increase in those inputs. So, you know, they've got some really big cost drivers. The other piece too is steel. Steel um, from a cost per ton standpoint, up about 350% or so. So, wow. Yeah. So, you know, when you take the price increases that um, the tire manufacturers have been realizing, really, when you look at the input costs, they seem on the outset as really high. But really, if you look at what they're dealing with, put some labor shortages on top of that, you know, they're really just, and, and oftentimes they're taking a price increase that's smaller than really their actual cost is increasing. You know, I'm looking at uh, John Healy's column in our December issue. John is our uh, uh, monthly uh, Your Marketplace columnist, and he, he does a deep dive into raw material prices uh, each month for our magazine. And um, according to John's research, and I, I should say the research of North Coast Holdings, which is the company he works for, mm -hmm. crude oil prices experienced a 99.8% year-over-year increase during the month of October alone. That's incredible. Um, no well, wonder that's prices piece. are going up. Yeah, right. because there's a lot of, oil. if you take all the whole bastion of materials that goes into tires, there's a lot of oil derived products that go into that. It's, it's, it's astounding how raws continue to climb. Yeah, and it's astounding, frankly, um, how the uh, tire manufacturers have been keep, it, it, been able to keep the costs as, increases as low as they have been actually yeah yeah that's a great that's a great point you know um a lot of our of our readers and listeners to this episode in particular are or do sell ag tires particularly uh dealers in in smaller rural areas and small towns where you have to sort of be all things to all people one minute you're selling you know a set of passenger tires the next minute you're putting a set of steers on an 18 wheeler and then after that you're you're running out to the field to, to put a, a set of uh, you know implements on a piece of equipment or maybe a, a big tractor um, what, what are some advice pieces of advice you, you can give to our, our readers who, who do sell ag tires and do uh, derive a substantial amount of income 
uh, from that particular segment. What should they keep an eye on as we move into the new year? Uh, what are some things to, to keep in mind? Yeah, you know, with all of the, the, the discussion about price increases and shortages, it's a lot of doom and gloom. But really, I got to tell you, from a high level market standpoint, there's a lot of really great things happening. And specifically, what I found, you know, we have a lot of input from producers. And one of the things that I've been really amazed at and really pleased about is the fact that a large, a number, a large amount of ag producers, more so than before, are becoming more aware of the value of getting that air pressure perfect, right? And choosing the more highly technical tires. And they're actually becoming aware of flotation and traction and how footprint plays into it and what and how if they really just manage the air pressures coupled with some more highly technical tires a lot of times the payback in one year is enough to pay for a set of the tires to the tune of 30 40 50 thousand dollar payback depending upon the acreage so i guess if there's any one thing that i would ask anyone in the farm tire business to look for is a, a better awareness from those producers as time moves on about the importance of air pressure and the importance of choosing highly technical tires and also beginning to get an understanding of traction and flotation and how that affects fuel and yield and mm. soil compaction mm. because they're starting to awaken to all of this which really presents a fantastic opportunity for your ag tire dealers to really sell a more advanced product and really manage it better for them in terms of ballasting and inflation. And really what that turns out to when the tire dealer does that really right, it provides value to that producer or that farmer that he's servicing. And it really locks that customer in and they just don't want to go anywhere else because they see the benefit of how much value that tire dealer is adding through um, not only helping them with the tire selection, but also dialing it in when it comes to the performance factor. And I think from our perspective, that's one of the reasons why Ag Tire Talk is such a tremendously valuable resource, I believe, for our readers. Um, you know, we're running the next installment of Ag Tire Talk in the December issue of MTD, and it's all about how to minimize soil compaction, which we talked about a couple of minutes ago. That's the enemy of, of efficient uh efficient farming and we you know bkt continental michelin maxim uh i believe uh yokohama off highway the former alliance tire all all provide some really uh practical down-to-earth pardon the pun uh tips that uh ag tire dealers can easily implement you know in their day-to-day -day conversations with uh their customers the end user so I would urge our, our listeners to check out the next installment of Ag Tire Talk in the December issue of MTD. Well, appreciate that. You know, at the end of the day, it's all about all the major manufacturers really making it what it is. And it's their contributions that make it happen. So um, my hat's off to them and, uh, and to you as well, um, as we've been together for so, so many years now. Well, we appreciate the great information, James. While, while we got you on the line, anything else that our readers or our listeners ought to be aware of uh, in, as it pertains to the ag tire market. Yeah, so I'll, I'll close you with this thought as a tire dealer. So really for the most part, people have their orders in for the spring selling season already for the most part, okay? So really now it comes to, okay, what are we gonna do for fall, right? And really, if you chip off all the pieces, parts of what we talked about today, 
really the elevated demand cycle doesn't look like anything is going to change when it comes to 2022. So I would encourage our dealers, our, your, your listeners to go and talk with all of their manufacturers and get their orders in early, talk through it, work, work way f- further ahead than you usually do to make sure that you've got all the product that you need for fall. And really at this juncture for what it looks like, you're not going to have to worry about, you know, in some years of just sitting on a pile of tires that, you know, you can't move and that um, you, you have issues with. So if there's any one clean takeaway from this message is plan far further ahead than you ever have for all of 22 and it will serve you well. James, that sounds like excellent advice, and uh, thank you for joining us today. Really appreciate your time and all the great content you supply for uh, Modern Tire Dealer, and we look forward to uh, checking in with you in the new year at some point. Excellent, Mike. Thank you. The Modern Tire Dealer Show is sponsored by MTD10, the training and education network. Formerly DSB20 Group, 10 is the most progressive, comprehensive resource offering tire dealers the solutions, connections, and training they need to reach their goals. From one-on-one coaching and 20 group networking to real-world on-site problem solving and exclusive content, 10 offers an all-encompassing approach to education unlike anything the industry has ever seen, one that will ensure your business succeeds long-term. Learn more about what 10 can do for you and your business at mtd10.com. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Modern Tire Dealer Show. Don't forget to check out the Ag Tire Market Overview story, which contains exclusive farm tire shipment and market share information in the December issue of MTD, available now. There you also will find the latest installment of the bi-monthly Ag Tire Talk column. For a deeper dive into Ag Tire technology, we also recommend that you visit agtiretalk.com. Have a great week. And we'll talk to you soon.